This is exactly right. My favorite murder minisode. Can you deal with it? Can you? Try to. Do your best. Um, do you want to go first? I, Georgia, should all go first. Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> I, Karen, will go second. <laughs> what if that's, what if we kept that as the intro? I, Georgia. I, Robot. <laughs> I, I, you, Karen. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, this is the, this is a hometown murders that you guys send us because we want to hear about them because they're fucking fascinating. Send them to my favorite murder at Gmail. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> this is one someone sent me the Jay Cadian murder. Uh, this story is based on my recollections and what my mother was told by Jay's mom and sister, which, she later shared with me. Ooh. I grew up in Great Falls, Virginia. Jay Cadian lived across the street from me on a cul-de-sac. We were the same age and attended school together from fourth grade up until the end of high school. All the kids in the neighborhood would tend to play together, but he never really joined in. By the time we got to high school, we were friendly, but not really friends, although he would sell me pot on the cheap and was pretty chill when we smoked together. Fucking, that's the true friend right that's there. That's really nice. Yeah. After we went to college, James Madison, I believe, he apparently began having serious mental health issues and ended up back at home living with his parents on and off. According to my mom, when he was at home, he began working as a door-to-door knife salesman and came by the house from time to time selling his knives man so that's the background during this period mother worked hard during this period mother worked hard to ensure he attended therapy and received psychiatric care his father was more of a pull yourself together by your bootstraps kind of guy fucking and not supporting well one day and I learned this much later his mother was begging him to come to therapy appointment she had set up for him and he snapped Uh. he stabbed her multiple times and fled his and fled in his car she died mrs cadian was soon thereafter discovered by her daughter jay's older sister the police tracked down jay and found him curled up in a parking structure at james madison covered in blood my mom's first said this day that she thought she heard screaming that day she was home when it occurred i don't know if that's true but it freaks me out anyways it is still so shocking and heartbreaking heartbreaking that this kid knew all my child that this kid I knew all my childhood could do something like this and to the only family member who was his was really trying to help him I believe he was since diagnosed with schizophrenia and went to an institution instead of jail but I don't want to look it up because I don't want to look up any articles should it taint my memory of this tragedy Mm. my parents moved about five years ago but Mr. Cadian was still living in the house I couldn't do that whoa another story he says Again in Great Falls, a mansion with a serious security system was broken into 12 years ago. The family, mother, father, and children, were tied naked to chairs while they while the perpetrators robbed the house except the robbers barely took anything and they never untied the family one of them got free and ran across the street and woke the family for whom I was working with uh, whom I was working as a nanny I came over to start the day and the cops were swarming the whole area that one scared the whole area for a while because it just didn't make any sense and that's from Alexandra G Someone broke in and made the family get naked and tied them to chairs and then, and then didn't take barely anything. stole anything. Yeah, that's not cool. Creep with a hot with a hardcore security system. That's so creepy. Totally. 
but not as creepy as a man who continues to live in the house where his wife was murdered by his son. Who was just like, get your bootstraps and pick them up, motherfucker. Like, that, that's so sad. Well, because it's someone who doesn't know what to do. No. He just doesn't know what to do. No, he doesn't. He can't think outside of, you know, here's what you do with your life. This, These are the normal things that happen. <sighs> and as soon as I read, like, in his early 20s, he he started acting weird. It's like, you're schizophrenic. Right. Right. Or, I mean, that's, you know, that's not necessarily true, but... Well, that's when oftentimes in yes. young men, schizophrenia starts to develop or they show yeah. signs. And like all the in therapy college. in the world can't fucking scare away schizophrenia. Like, that's not... It's not how it works. therapy away schizophrenia. No. You, you need can meds. treat it, for sure. Yeah. But not through therapy. Right. You need some meds. Dude. You need medicine. Not, and not shitty weed. <laughs> So anyway, hey, read me one of yours. Okay. Um, The headline for this is, the subject line, I mean, is two serial killer neighbors when your real estate agent can't tell you. Oh, what your... Oh, wait, it says when your real estate agent can't tell you. Oh, no. (laughs) Hi, Karen and Georgia. My name is Sage, and I'm Chloe. We are two sisters. Oh, yay. Sage and Chloe. (laughs) It's an email that has two people narrating it. I want to see them, like, switching back and forth. And And I'm Chloe. Should I do different voices? Yes. My name is Sage. And I'm Chloe. (laughs) We are two sisters who love your podcast and want to tell you all about our hometown murders. Okay, fine. Well, more our mom grandmothers, if that still counts. It does. We grew up in Vancouver, Washington, which is right over the Oregon-Washington border. That's me. That's me giving little geographical knowledge that I have. I'm going to pop it in when I have it. Get it, girl. Um, What if I'm wrong? Uh, (laughs) Where... Where our mom also lived for part of her childhood. I think you meant to say, so what if I'm wrong? I mean, fuck it. <laughs> she also lived in Auburn, Walla Walla, and Seattle, which will be relevant in a little bit. Uh-oh. Oh, that's it's called foreshadowing. So her dad moved a lot uh, for work. So my grandmother rented out their Vancouver house in the late 80s while they were living in Seattle or somewhere we can't remember because we're bad daughters and listeners. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother stayed behind to paint the house before the renters moved in. Your grandmother? Come on, honey. That's not a grandma job. No. Um, The house was in a quiet cul-de-sac in the suburban sprawl that is Vancouver. So our grandmother, Marjorie, left all the windows and doors wide open as um, uh, she tends to think more about paint fumes than a fucking serial killer. No. Fucking huff that shit, man. Especially in the 80s, in parentheses. (laughs) Around this time, young boys around the same age as my uncle have been disappearing from (gasps) Vancouver and nearby Portland. Shut up. Where we all live now, excluding our grandma, who still lives in that same house. Oh. Anyways, through those open no. windows backed up to her backyard was another home no. and an apartment building. This apartment building is the residence of one Wesley Allen motherfucking Dodd. That's, that's how it's written. I love it. Seriously, what's with serial killers having three names? You're <laughs> selfish enough to kill people and you and just your first and last name isn't good enough for you. Steven and I were just talking about this. Yeah. It's three names are listed. We all know this because Wesley Dodd, Wesley Dodd could be anybody, yeah. but Wesley Allen Dodd uh, is a is, super special person all to himself. Is exactly that one killer. Yeah. Okay. For those of you who haven't heard of him, he killed three boys in the eighties in Washington and Oregon. Dodd was the first American inmate to be hung since the sixties <gasps> by his own request. We may Fuck, add what a psycho he, um, it gives my grandmother shivers to this day to think about how just a stone's throw away. A child was being held for days before being murdered the same day. 
area and (laughs) (laughs) questions I can't formulate. It's the same day area. Uh, It's also horrible to think that in a park where we hiked and played when we were little kids, two children were stabbed to death. Dodd was sent to Walla Walla where coincidentally our mom and her family lived at the time. They were close enough to the prison to hear it. And in (gasps) fact, our mother would often mess with her brother saying that inmates had escaped and were on their way over (laughs) whenever there was an alarm or siren. Why are moms the worst people? My mom would say, I'm going to call the Indian reservation unless you're good. And she'd pick up the phone and pretend to call an Indian reservation. It's so racist. (laughs) Oh my God, that's hilarious. This is the funniest family of all time. Go, go. Um, Adrian, my sister's friend, Adrian, my favorite thing is the way she controlled her three children when they were all the mm-hmm. same age and little. Is she would just look around, like if they were in a restaurant and they were all acting up, she'd just look around and go, Oh no, the man's coming. <gasps> <laughs> to me now I know like, what the fuck what the like, fuck because she would act scared and then they would all oh get like God. super I know. Vince did that to me when I was like being loud at a restaurant I'd yeah. be like baby what's going on I'll be quiet now I'll be quiet the man's coming okay sorry this got a little long we're back in the email okay. now that's not our story yeah. um, we have one last little anecdote which may or may not read I bet it will. As I mentioned earlier, our mom has also lived in Auburn, which is near Seattle, so she saw some good gun shows. Oh, wait. (laughs) But also, as you know, (laughs) you know that about this family. Everybody up there. She saw some good gun shows, but also spent some time at her friend's house, and and she was little in the 70s. Her friend's house backed up. To the Green River, where Gary Ridgway dumped his victims. He's the Green River Killer. My grandparents obviously were great at picking neighborhoods. Well, those are our hometown murders. <laughs> Thank you, Karen Georgia, for making shitty shifts and long commutes bearable. Aww. Thanks, gals. Murderinos are the best, especially when they tell their sisters about it. I know. Sage and Chloe, way to go. You guys are sage and Chloe. <laughs> you're sa- I was going to say you're sage. Mm, that didn't make sense. So I didn't say anything at all. Um, all right. My other one is, uh, my second one is just, this is, this is the ones I like the most. It's just my hometown murder. That's oh. like, you know. Nice. So this is Cassie M. And she says, hey guys, just wanted to let you know that I love your podcast. I too suffer from the anxiety of dying a horrific death and witnessing one and somehow listening to these true crime stories helps with that. It really does. Word, girl, we get it. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to share my hometown murder story. I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona and went to school with a kid named Michael Falalter. Falalter. Falater. Michael Falater. Mm-hmm. He lived three streets behind me, so he would sometimes, we would sometimes walk to get home together and rode the bus together when we were in middle school. His dad, Scott Falalter, worked for uh, Motorola and came to my school and discussed his job with my class and brought some pretty cool gadgets to show us too. He had an older sister and she and his mom would walk the park we lived across the street from while he and I played on the playground. My mom joined his mom a couple times too. Then, one day, our neighborhood was all over the news showing their house. His dad, Scott Falalter, killed their mom one night while the kids were asleep upstairs. He stabbed her 44 times and then finished the job by drowning her in the backyard pool. Good God. Finished? Oh, my God. The kids heard their mom screaming and came downstairs to check. It's horrible. Scott told him to go back upstairs, so they did. Scott claimed he was, quote, sleepwalking when he brutally murdered his wife. It was horrible. The kids left and went to live with their other relatives, and I think Scott is still in jail. The 
craziest it was the craziest thing ever because we lived in such a quiet little neighborhood no one would have ever suspected something like this happening it's like if you don't suspect something in your neighborhood it's gonna fucking happen you know what i mean that's why start I, suspecting that's why i suspect something in every place i'm that's ever right. in in my life because then it'll never happen did i mean obviously the the sleepwalking defense didn't work it doesn't look like because like maybe maybe for the stabbing but then yeah then dragging to a pole oh god like if you didn't that's so terrible if you knew if you were trying to kill someone you stabbed them 44 times knew it hadn't worked and then took them like you know what i mean it's like too many steps that's right it's also bullshit the yeah whole i mean it's, thing it's serious bullshit but how sad that those kids came down i know it's it's nightmarish oh, nightmare just fuck off just fucking leave Who, me <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder and here's the important note that promo code is all lowercase so go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level that's shopify.com slash murder again don't forget the code is all lowercase goodbye georgia have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant like perfectly scrambled eggs oh my god yes karen and then all i want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day well you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient made in cookware made in was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world for years they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware some of tom colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in maiden whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with your meals will benefit from the quality of made in products like their carbon steel cookware it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad so it's it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. 
June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. All right, want to hear this one? Yes. The subject line is, should I buy a murder condo? I really want to. <laughs> Hi, yes. girls. The answer is yes, and invite us over, and we're recording from there from now <laughs> <That's> on. <right. laughs> you better make us dinner. We're fucking coming over. This is Heather. Uh, hi, girls. You're both just wonderful to listen to, and it really feels like we're listening to some of our closest friends. Aww. She's talking in the royal we. Oh, it says we being my sister and I. Oh, what? Fuck. I didn't do that on purpose. Sisters. They're uh, doing we, it for themselves. <laughs> that's so funny. We being my sister and I, we rarely agree on anything, but we both think you're great. That's fun. <laughs> I could def gush some more, but anyway, huh. on to my question. Good, good. I'm shopping for a new home for the first time ever. I've done my research and I kept a really close eye on the market. I think, ooh, if this is what I think it is, if this is what Tell I me. think it is. Okay, oh my God. hold on. Is it the Los Feliz murder home? Hold no, on. She's like, I have $2 million to spend <laughs> yes, and I'm a fucking psychopath. Um, I think I've just found the perfect unit I want to buy. The thing is, this one's in... This one building in my city has prices that are too good to be true, probably because they are. Mm. It's a murder condo. Yes, a murder condo. Two guys were shot there while a third person, a woman, escaped by crawling onto the neighbor's balcony. Here's a link to the story that's not allowed. Um, <laughs> Tell me. Over a dozen units have gone up for sale since the ordeal, all at reduced pricing. One unit in particular has the best price, <gasps> and I'm pretty sure that's capital T, capital O, the one. <gasps> Other than the murders, this seems like the perfect opportunity. <laughs> I know you can't tell me what to do, but I'm curious. No, we can tell you. What would you do? Thanks for your input, newest murderina, Heather. P. Heather clearly doesn't know that we're going to tell you what to do. Oh, we'll. I would tell you what to do if you didn't ask. And we're about to. That's my whole thing. P.S. What? Oh, P.S. I wish you would revisit Paul Bernardo. Paul Bernardo. That's my hometown murder. I. You know what, Heather? I will revisit Paul Bernardo. That's the. Um, I know. That's that. Uh, case the honeymoon I don't know what they were called in Canada just, but I bore me and everyone wants us to do it which makes me who's such a fucking cunt not want to do it well, it's just no, like it's just that I did it but I biffed it because right. I didn't do any research and I was just kind of talking through it it was like episode three let's start let's you and I both start back over from one and redo all our old that's ones. a great idea and then sure. we'll just no no crosstalk no, no chitch just like let's put some like fucking let's make this a narrative podcast let's get it quiet let's and put music, music underneath on. everything it's just baby screaming no swearing Baby scream like the, the background music is just I don't know. Uh, okay, here's what we think about your fucking condo. Here is this okay? Tell me what you really think. Put your phone down and tell me what you're. Well, really no, no, I'm, oh, I open the done. link. I open oh. the link. So I just want to know. Sure. I don't want to know. Okay, okay, okay. I just want to say that it's really weird. If it was a drug killing, I'd be like, move the fuck in there. Who gives a shit? Right. If it was like 
a, you know, a bunch of women got kidnapped and fucking killed there. I'd be like, don't fucking move in there. Okay. What, what do you think? Um, so are you saying that the difference is like if it was a one-off kind of passionless murder that somebody did for business, like almost, um, almost like the mafia? Yeah. Then you're fine. Yeah. If it was like someone, someone had a, a horrible suffering, you know, yeah, like, there's bad energy. Suffer, but like, yeah, well, they, they didn't suffer if they got yeah. like shot mafia totally. style. That's the whole thing. Is that yeah? If there was like a captive situation where this this poor these poor people were, you know, held captive and suffered, and it was just horrible. I, then I wouldn't want to move there because you would just feel awful. Not that I blame ghosts, but it would just like feel awful. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. You definitely have to burn a bunch of sage. Here's one of my least favorite fucking quotes or least favorite sayings: "Bad juju." Yeah, I don't like that I either. I fucking hate that. I thing. don't like it at all. What would you do? Um, I just the thing I just said about the mafia is not true because they do tend to torture, which is bad vibes. Do also, they? Uh-huh. only if they want information. If right. they already have it, they're like, bye. Um, right, but I mean, you know, it's fifty-fifty. Sure, who knows what the actual case is? Never been in the mafia. I don't know, and especially the Canadian mafia. Oh, sure, <laughs> who knows what those motherfuckers are doing? Dude. Pouring maple syrup down your throat. Oh, what not? Stuffing maple Hot leaves up your maple nose. syrup. Oh, we are Hot s- maple syrup. Mm. You're getting waterboarded, but also like it feels like breakfast. Side note: How much do you hate when you're at a restaurant? They're like, if you want real maple syrup, it'll be two dollars extra. You seen that? You know, you're high class. <laughs> I'm like only at swingers. I don't want log cabin <laughs> fucking bullshit. Give me the real stuff. You're saying, yeah, yes. It well, it really does taste different. It does. Okay, go on. Um, anyhow, so move in. I mean, no, or just pay an extra five grand and fucking get something out. else. Okay, wait. This was a shooting. Yeah, two guys got shot. One lady got away, which that's makes good you like vibes. that's fucking great vibes. <laughs> that's survivor. Then you've got some. If there if there's residual energy from totally. her, it's like eye of the tiger sounding. Totally. But then there's the two guys that got shot. Poor baby. So you're gonna have to find out: is it new carpet, new paint? <clears throat> did they did they spackle over those holes? And like, how much less are we talking? Uh, also, why buy in this economy when the world is ending? You <laughs> well, just, they're living in Canada. Like, it can't be that expensive. Like, it's well, not L.A. And also, nothing's going to change for them when our... No. Oh, you got to know the market, too. Like, if it's Los Angeles, then it's like, yeah. You know. Yeah, everything costs a billion dollars. So if you could buy something here for cheap. Totally. But what's the deal in Toronto right now? Who knows? That's I mean, Toronto is the Nor- New York of Canada, isn't it? Is it? I have no idea. <laughs> I've already proven that I know nothing about Canada. <laughs> Time and again. Um, So your answer is yes, buy it. Buy it. I Uh, mean, don't buy it because of that, but buy it despite. Option with a lease to buy? Lease with an option to buy? I don't know. I rent a fucking one-bedroom rent-controlled apartment in fucking Los Angeles. I don't know anything. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You're in there and you have some nightmares? There's no such thing as fucking ghosts or nightmares. <laughs> like, it's all fucking made up by your dumb brain. It's just like, I'm a brain. and like, I want to like, freak you. Like, it's not real. Nothing is real. Once again, I'm going to tell you. Uh, I had a real ghost experience. And you're you trying <laughs> so to did negate I. it. Well, then stop saying it's not real. Okay. Oh no! I hope you're happy. <laughs> Shit! No, oh, I'm never. I happy. can't get back out of this link. Um, oh, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the person that sent that. But now, I think her. What's her name? I can't get back. Um, How do you get back? You can't get back. I can't get back out. Uh, well, this devolved. Thank this, you. This has gone to shit. It was Heather. Heather, Heather you've broken up this podcast. I hope you're happy. Heather, your send us photos. 
greedy landowner. Of your new <laughs> beautiful, you know, paint an eye of the tiger painting on the like mural on the fucking wall and send us some photos. Heather, don't send photos. Send Georgia maple syrup. Oh my God. Send it. Oh my God. Yes. Is that legal? To cross know, across like the drugs, I like totally mainline it. Sounds like a drug. <laughs> oh God! Actually, buy the condo and get the paperwork going so that we could possibly move to Toronto and become citizens there, if need be, in the next six months. Let's say that we don't cause a ruckus and anarchy, and then need to go somewhere. Let's just say... We're renting out your second room. Let's just say you might have two new roommates in the murder apartment. <laughs> we'll get through it together. Listen, you marry someone legally in Canada, then you adopt me. Ooh. What if you adopted me and Stephen as your babies? That's such a good idea. You could totally do that. You can adopt an adult. Can you really? Probably. <laughs> Some states. <laughs> I think so. I, I so believed you. I believe it too. <laughs> I just don't want to lie to you. This is just like ghosts, but with adoption. <laughs> I believe everything I say. <laughs> and then I, I and then Vincent, Stephen, and I we become your children. Okay, all right. This is a, this is the best new sitcom idea you've ever had. <laughs> um, it's our family in Toronto. Oh, Someone got shot, but now we're together. <laughs> oh yeah, the tiger doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> You did it. And then the, and then it's like guest starring Mimi. Yeah. Poor baby. She's just a guest star. And feature oh, introduce and introducing Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We everyone. did our best. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> I think this is coming out tomorrow, right? So happy holidays, everyone. Oh, yeah, that's right. To be careful. Get your shopping done, but don't get aggressive. Get your fucking, get your vaccines and your shopping done. <laughs> get your vaccine. I don't know. I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> uh, thanks to Stephen Ray Morris, our fucking uh, audio engineer. Our the, audio technician. Per, oh, technician from the Percast. That's what I want to start calling him. Audio technician. Did you like say it. for the Percast? Well, I want to plug his podcast. Oh, oh. Just I didn't realize that was yours. Yes. Is. Oh, yeah. The Percast. I'm going to give it a Steven. listen. It's a cat podcast. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to give it a listen. Some people think it's a joke. Oh, I, no. It's no. totally not a joke. <laughs> I mean, it's a joke, but it's not a joke. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. It's real. Georgia was on. Vince was on. It was great. Yeah, we were on. Uh, talk, talking about Elvis for an hour and a half, which is like all I want to do with my life. <laughs> Your dream. My dream. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we love you and stuff. Um, uh, rate, reviews, whatever, you know, you know what to do. Yep. You're just and not you doing do it. it because <laughs> they're doing it. Oh, you're doing it. Thank you. Um, well, you guys, thank you. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Goodbye. Elvis, you want a cookie? Want a cookie? He's like, what? Dude, Another one? You want a cookie? Oh my God. Karen, <laughs> ask him. Hey, do you want a cookie? Yeah. yeah, cookie boy, cookie. There we go. Bye. Bye. <laughs>